Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. First of all, though, Conrad Black is weighing in, the author, commentator, and historian and friend of the Oakley Show. Conrad, how are you this afternoon? I'm fine, thanks, uh, John, except that I'm disappointed that I missed my chance to, to sue school teachers that I didn't like for $1 million each. Well, yeah, okay, I'm not going to get into this right now, but uh, this case involves obviously something that was videotaped and uh, a sexual assault with a broom, or is alleged, and... Uh, with a broom. Yeah. Well, we'll get around to that. Uh, but right now, I just want to ask you about something else that involves uh, a lot of participants here, and that's the election. I don't know if you've been following this thing. <laughs> that's a magnificent transition you made. Thank you. I'm the, the Prince of Blends, Conrad. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Sure. Uh, so uh, here, here, we, here we go. Uh, the okay. squire of segues. Uh, look, is this really uh, a referendum on a leader's credibility? Uh, a lot of people have surmised this uh, referendum on Justin Trudeau, or is it still as the adage would have it, the economy stupid. I, look, I, I think if when uh, when an incumbent government is running to be reelected, there's always a fair bit of the first. There, there is certainly. A, a, I mean, are you satisfied with this leader and this government? Uh, but uh, the degree to which people are satisfied is obviously heavily influenced by the economy. But the economy, in, in the political terms we're speaking of, isn't exclusively the state of prosperity and a snapshot of it on election day it is also the omens i mean the unemployment rate is low inflation is low and most indicators of the current condition of things are pretty good but there and 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 you know no one would withhold credit from the government for that although in this country when that is the case it's usually because the americans are doing well because you know trade with them is such a big part of our gdp but the the omens for the future are quite different i mean the capital flows are very worrisome the, uh, foreign investment within canada has declined by 80% in 5 years and canadian Foreign investment has has more than tripled in that time, which you know tells you the world isn't coming here the way they used to, and Canadians are investing outside this country more than they have before, and and those are not flattering uh, indications for for you know what the barometer is telling us economically speaking. So what's scaring them off? Uh, high taxes here compared to the United States, and. Uh, and I, I, I suppose, and I look, you don't want to, and I certainly don't want to be simplistic about something so complicated as the economy of a G7 country. There are obviously always a lot of contributing factors to anything, but um, we, we, have, we haven't joined this movement for covering manufacturing. We're losing manufacturing jobs, and the Americans are gaining manufacturing jobs, and they have adopted policies in that country that encourage the the um, reactivation of their manufacturing sector, and we haven't. And uh, and you know there there are problems with that. Now there are ways to deal with it, but uh, I personally don't see that the federal government is doing what it can. 
you know, maximally and optimally to deal with it. They're trying to pretend it isn't happening. Yeah, all right, then uh, who do you think would be best positioned to steer us through choppy waters going forward? If some people are anticipating a recession, they say it's inevitable. Uh, who would well, be better they're always position? inevitable because you get them eventually. I don't. I don't think any is imminent in North America, but clearly there are there are problems elsewhere. I mean, China is is apparently working its way out of this trade war with the U.S. that it could not win, but it slowed down its economy. And uh, the the more problematic at the moment is Germany. I mean, it is the fourth economy in the world, and they're ostensibly entering recession now. But the the apparent agreement of the British government with the EU on an orderly formula for a transition there is is good news for everybody, assuming the British Parliament ratifies it, which I, I would guess that they would. But um, so that that is good news, and it's good news for us too. But uh, I, I don't. No recession is is imminent in the United States. That is a confection of Trump's enemies in the U.S. and elsewhere. But there are no economic signs of it. It's just hot air from the Democrats. Well, all right. Let me follow up on that because I mean, this impeachment thing is that just a hail mary throw for the Dems? Uh, how's that going to work? Uh, yeah, I, I, I hail, uh, hail mary leaving the strictly religious implications of that phrase out of it. I, I, I don't think the Democratic Party has suddenly been seized with uh, with religious fervor. But no, I but you know what it, you're saying. No, I know. You mean a desperation shot. Right. I, I, I think, uh, I, I, you know, I, I think there may be an element of that, but I, I think there may be something more complicated going on. It seems to me quite possible that either... And look, I have no standing to mind read the Speaker of the House in that country, Nancy Pelosi, the Congresswoman from San Francisco, but... It seems to me she may be trying to get these obstreperous far left wing congresswomen out of her hair and, and slap down the far left and let them have their go at it and fall on their faces because no the, the, the president of the United States is not going to be removed from office. This thing is nonsense. It's just nonsense. It doesn't meet the criteria prescribed by the Constitution for an impeachment vote, and she's afraid to put it to a vote. And uh, and, and she may be wanting to put the left in her own caucus in their place. Uh, and that would be understandable. She may want to uh, get this going as a diversion, because obviously prominent members of the former regime are about to be indicted for everything leading up to and, and, and inflicting on the country that Russia... Trump collusion nonsense, which was just a fraud for me to say. So she may have other motives, but other than that, it, it, it would be, I guess, a desperation shot, a Hail Mary pass if you want to try and smear the president and distract him with more talk of impeachment. Uh, I guess their theory would be that that's a good thing for them coming up to the election. But, it, but as a practical matter, it's just foolishness. Yeah, it looks like it's a, a perpetual state of, uh, you know, his being on uh, on the ropes, and uh, they want to really crown him there. But uh, the, uh, you did mention Obama. Can I get you to weigh in on that? I mean, uh, Barack Obama. Look, I personally found it offensive, man. I don't think it's any business of a former president or leader of government of any foreign country to give an endorsement to a candidate in our election. It's not an anti-Justin thing. I, 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 that I, I mean, that's not my motive. And, and it's not specific to Obama. I mean, I'd feel the same way if, for example, the, uh, let's say, Tony Blair, for example, you know, or, or Nicolas Sarkozy, the former president of France, uh, endorsed any candidate in, in our election. I mean, I don't think 
foreign leaders or former leaders of foreign countries should express a preference in the in the election of another country. I, I think it's a uh, I, I, you know, it's just none of their business, and it's a bad thing to do. And obviously, Obama didn't do it spontaneously. The liberals asked for it, so I blame them for, I blame them for inciting it. No, I don't blame President Obama for doing it, except he, except that he shouldn't have done it. Well, the timing's kind of curious, needless to say, as is the case. Uh, you note our our friend, our mutual friend, uh, Mark Stein, who your audience enjoys uh, as much as we do, uh, has made the comparison that. Uh, President Obama hasn't been able to bring himself to endorse his own vice president, <laughs> yeah. Joe Biden, for eight years in an election in his own country. Right. But he, but he in, endorsed a blackface former, you know, formerly once or more than once blackface Canadian prime minister. Yeah, it does lend uh, a lot of questions as to uh, how this is all playing out. And the other is Greta Thunberg. I guess this is the 16-year-old Swedish uh, climate activist is in Alberta three days before the election. Do you think that matters at all? Is she going to actually uh, curry any favor with folks there and change any minds? Or uh, do you see? I, I think her presence there will lead the uh, voters of Alberta to change from being 80 percent anti-government. Okay, as the opposite effect. By the way, the great Liberal Party in the last provincial election in Alberta got 0.08% of the vote. I think think Justin will do better than that. But if he wins one constituency in Alberta, I will will have a hat made out of chocolate and eat it. (laughs) All right, and I'll probably join you for the brim. Uh, By the way, that 0.88 or whatever it was, didn't they demand a recount? (laughs) (laughs) Right, Conrad. Yeah, there was a rounding error. Conrad Black, uh, always appreciate it. Have a great weekend. And uh, when we talk next, uh, we'll see if we have a prime minister, any prime minister at that point. It still could be a state of flux. Who knows? Yeah. Okay, thanks, John. Uh, happy weekend to you and your listeners. Appreciate that very much, Conrad Black. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.